in a world. Four friends. One mission. Mikey, what are you doing? I'm doing the thing for the podcast. It's not that hard, bud. Dude, just say the name. Fine. It's the Freedom Friends Podcast. So then I said jabroni. You can't say that. You can't? No. Why not? Well, it's 2024. There's like a laundry list of words you can't say. That's got to be on there. Yeah, Jabroni's but, no, probably no, no, on there. No, but some are coming back now. That's true. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. There's there's new words you can't say, but some are okay again. Like what? I don't know. Guess. Oh, I don't know. You, 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 <laughs> say one, and I'll tell you if it's okay or not. Justin, get your button ready. <laughs> right? Seriously. As soon, beep, beep, as, soon beep, as this conversation beep, started, beep. I got real nervous. <laughs> Uh, redacted. <laughs> that one, that, that's coming back. Yeah, Is that coming you back? Can say that. 20, oh. No, in 25. Oh, no, no that's next okay. year's model. Yeah, yeah. That's this. next year's model. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just like, I hate you. So Joe. <laughs> you're just going to let it ride. I'm about to. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I know. We'll see how I'm feeling. <laughs> um, What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Freedom Friends Podcast, brought to you by WarfighterTobacco.com. Specifically them. Remember that. <laughs> uh, use that code FTFO to get you that sweet, sweet 15% off. Oh, wellness.us. All those CBD treats and needs. Go over there. Use that code Freedom Friends 25. Get your quarter off your order. Check out Isotech Coolers for those who get it. Go over there. Use Freedom Friends 10. It's 10% off. And go to grillyourassoff.com slash Freedom Friends Podcast for all that tasty stuff for uh, for your meats and such. Um, I'm Mikey. That's Scott. That's John. We are Sands of Jazz tonight. Um, it's probably too fucking cold. That's probably what it is. Yeah. I mean, like, like we are not equipped for this kind of weather down here. I was out, I was outside yesterday working in the weather. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little windy yesterday. That was probably the most it's uncomfortable not, part. Like the when it's cold is when you leave your nice warm house or place of business or whatever, and you walk outside. That's cold as fuck. But yeah. once you've been out there for like 15, 20 minutes, it just is what it is. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Like well, I was in Florida and it was, uh, I was dealing with about forties to sixties all weekend. So I was like, Oh, this is cold. And then I get to Texas and I was like, what the hell, oh, man? No, that wasn't cold. <laughs> this, this is actually cold. What the shit? I was about 85 nineties this week. Yeah. Right. You had a much nicer weekend. Yeah. Sure. No, we decided last minute, Michelle and I to go to Costa Rica. So a boy on friday we like how last minute we talking i planned this on wednesday and we left on friday <laughs> fucking a because i had extra points and shit and well, the best. Sure. scott scott walks in my office he goes <laughs> do you think it's a dumb idea to go to costa rica this weekend and i was like no <laughs> you're asking <laughs> not, him about traveling <laughs> that's not a dumb idea at all <laughs> it's a long weekend what else yeah. are you supposed to do yeah right <laughs> oh it ended up being awesome uh we fuck, I got roped into going to Honduras later in the year, and I didn't even ask. <laughs> no, I, I didn't either. <laughs> I don't know why you Oh, yeah, Roatan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that one's on Nick. That know, is on Nick. On, with Warfighter Scuba. Yeah. Because um, as far as I knew, you weren't supposed to be on that trip. I, I didn't, because I didn't raise my hand for it. As far as you knew, you weren't supposed to be on that trip. But when he sent me the ticket, he spoke pretty loudly. He did. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. So... <laughs> No. So how was the trip, man? It was good. Uh, 
the first night we landed pretty late like i don't know it was dark already so probably seven or so went to our we got just a little shitty room because we were going to go to the beach the next day and uh got a rental car got to the room went on a walkabout uh just we get some food just check it out whatever right and we find this little hole in the wall bar and the best we made friends of course you did yes and uh we had a good time that night and it was we were the only whites in there Ah. and uh we had a good time um so michelle was really popular oh yeah michelle was very popular (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. no she definitely was uh but yeah we like we like i'm ordering florida kanya and I'm, I'm, I'm right. And I'm guess I'm so white that she had to go get a translator that spoke English to come back. And I said, I want Florida Kanye. And she looks at the lady and says, Florida Kanye. And she's like, Oh, okay. And pours me a, like, I'm like, I, I know that's how you say it. I must have this really bad accent or something. But. Florida Kanye. Can I get that Florida Kanye? She's like, I'm not, I don't, mm. you know, say, and then, say. I, and then I said, I want it with ice. And she's like, you just say on the rocks. But, and I said, I, I, that's how I ordered it. I said, a Florida Kanye on the rocks. That's exactly what I and So I looked at her and I said, on the rocks. And she looks at the translator. So translator says, on the rocks. And that's what I'm like, okay. They I, had to be I, fucking I, with you. Maybe. Florida Kanye. Yeah. Cone. C-O-N. Cone. Okay. Say it. Cone. Yellow. Like the color. Yeah. yeah. That that's with ice. Yeah. No, I I know. <laughs> I know. Con yellow. Yeah. But, or it's uh, yeah, it's on the rocks. It's the same. Ish. Rokas. Yeah. Same thing. Rokas. Right. It's same thing. Rocks. Whatever. I like the idea that Scott walks into this bar and the bartender's like, I'm about to gas like the fuck out of this drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, we ended up having a good time. And then uh, the next day we went down to this one beach that uh had like a it's like their national park uh huh. and i guess there's we bought tickets we got drunk and then decided to sleep in instead of go to the park the next day uh but uh <laughs> yeah we had fun uh, so i do want to tell a story though we uh we're just hanging out on the beach all day but then it was time to go out so we go to the room change and michelle's like let's walk and i'm like okay it's a mile and it's straight uphill because we wanted to go to this restaurant that had this airplane, right? Oh, it's because you were thinking. It was once you got drunk, it was all downhill. Uh-huh. <laughs> true. Right? Zing. But uh the problem is I was hammered on the walk going to this place. Yeah. Then I get there and I'm sober. And hung over. No, I wasn't hung over. Okay. But then we get there, I have a meal, you know, we have a couple drinks, whatever. We go to this other bar, right? And uh, it's about halfway back down the hill to our hotel. We go in this bar and Michelle and I are like, holy fuck, we are old. <laughs> like we show up and like I'm wearing a red like button up. Michelle's got a red dress on and everybody else is in white. Like they were having a white themed party. Right. Oh, wow. And so we like we were in red. Everybody else is in white. So we like stood out. Right. And we're, I'm, we're looking around and we're like, holy shit, I feel really old. Well, we get to talking to some of the and it was like. I don't know, 40 girls and six dudes at this fucking party, right? Solid ratio. Right, solid ratio. And uh, we get to talking to one of them. They're all from Denmark. Okay. The one we were talking to, Michelle was talking to, was 18. Yeah. Her friend was 16. 
This whole bar is full of 16 to 19 year old Denmark chicks. Who the fuck lets their 16 year old daughter fuck off to another country? People in Denmark. Yeah. I guess. Clearly the, the Danes. But they were, they were all <laughs> hammered. Yeah. They were, I don't like drinking age, I guess is 18 there. But uh, these, it's like it's like Mexico as long yeah. as you can see over the bar. But yeah. we 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 were we were standing at the bar right behind us is the bathroom, and we there's a little disturbance. So we turn around and they're just like carrying this fucking drunk <laughs> out of here, right? And we're like, well, and then I kind of went into dad mode once I figured out they were all sixteen. Yeah, because now you're like, you're, now I'm now I'm looking around and I'm like, well, fuck, I got to kind of pay attention to what's happening here. Yeah, right. No, you don't. I don't. But no, I you did. don't. Yeah, that's because you're a good dude. Yeah, but you don't have to. No, I know. You could be a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> no. But yeah, then we're then we're dancing, right? And Michelle like moves up into this crowd. I'm like, no, no, let's back the fuck out of this. I'm not dancing amongst these 16 children. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Yeah. I'm not dancing this with the same Epstein Island. It's yes. fucking Costa Rica. Like my luck, <laughs> some asshole is gonna post a picture. And there's me dancing with these 16. No, fuck no, we're backing up. And she was she was just drunk enough where she didn't understand where I was coming from. Right. So she was giving me a little pushback, no big deal. But then this black guy was who was our age, 40s, right? Yeah. Started dancing with his old lady. And one of these little girls decides, like, oh, I want to dance with the black guy, right? Sure. And he's like, he just fucking nope. <laughs> <laughs> he walks the fuck out. And I'm like, see? That's a smart I'm man. Like, see, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I meant. Right. <laughs> so. Yep. But it was really weird. Um but it was a good time. And then the, the next night we went to, I guess, what they call the party beach, Jacko Beach or whatever. And uh, we had a good time there. Uh, went bar hopping and and uh, had some good food. And, Fucking nice. Yeah, it was fun. Nice. And then the way back, it was, uh, I think our flight was at two originally. You got the United experience. I got the, I got the full United experience. Well, on the way there. One of my flights got canceled, so we got bumped up to an earlier flight. Okay. Well, that's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. We got there two hours early. That's yeah. that's, a, that's a happy mistake. Yeah, sure. a happy mistake, yeah. right? On the way back, so we're like two two hours Karma away. Karma comes around. Two, we're two hours <laughs> away from the airport, and it's like 84 kilometers. Yeah. Two hours, right? Because the speed limit's like fucking 12. 30 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. And it, but it was a cool drive up through the hills and nice roads. Like, I'll give Costa Rica that. It's Way nicer than yeah, Panama or or Nicaragua for sure road wise, um, but uh, infrastructure yeah they so, got it. So we're about ten minutes out out from the airport. We just turned the rental car in, you know, getting on the on the bus, and oh, your flight was delayed. Well, fuck, I wish I would have known that, you know. And then we get to the airport, and you're like, oh, your flight was delayed more. So it was delayed like four hours, and then we so we finally get on the flight, get back to Houston. And our connection flight was just canceled altogether. So then we had to get a rental car. Or fucking wait until today, probably. Yeah, which I wasn't going to do. Yeah. So we had to get a rental car. And then, uh, yeah, we didn't get home till late. But it was fun. Good trip. So Nice. I got a sunburn. And then it's weird wearing winter apparel on a sunburn. But yeah. I appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah. I will say... Uh, I am appreciative of us moving the podcast indoors on days like today. Yeah. yeah. It's not warm in the... Uh, well, I think Dave said it was 42 back. degrees back there this morning. Yeah. 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 It's like days like this and the really hot days. It's like, thank God. You know? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, like I really liked our old setup with like the peanut gallery and everything. I really thought it was nice, but this is this is better. It's better. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely yeah. uh yeah more conducive to a conversation. I think. Yeah, yeah. We we could be sitting here shivering or or sweat rolling off of us like we've done before. Yeah. That's yeah, really we're, we're not all bundled up in Carhartts on this episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel very comfortable. Um, I was telling these guys before the show, uh, I had a, an interesting interaction at the airport in Jacksonville. Uh, my flight had gotten canceled because of all the snow and everything. I was supposed to fly through uh, Nashville. And it turned out um, I wasn't going to go through Nashville because that one got canceled. And it bumped me to an earlier flight that went through uh Atlanta, which fucking sucks, but it did get me home about a, a half an hour early, which was fine. And being that yesterday was my birthday and Haley had shit planned, it was like, okay, I'll take that. That's a win, right? Yeah. So um, I uh, I'm, I get to the airport. It's like, I don't know, fucking 5 a.m. I get to the airport because the flight's at like 6.30, right? And I slept at a, the hotel I always get is like right at the airport. It's literally on airport grounds it's before the it's between the airport and the cell phone lot is the hotel i stay in right so it's like right there so that there's that if i fuck around i'm right there anyways yeah. right um so i i get up i fucking get the shuttle go to the airport and i'm walking towards like the doors to go check my bag and this guy stops me and he's like excuse me sir um are you active duty and i was like uh no happily retired what's up He's like, do you want a free Benchmade? And I was like, uh, sure. Benchmades are awesome. He goes, well, I was like, are you sure? And he pulls out. You could tell this knife that he's had four years. Like, John, pull yours out. It looks like that, you know, where it's like, <laughs> you know, it's it's a smaller model. It's a different model than what you have. Um, but it's 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 well loved, right? It's well, got. Yeah, see, Let me pull that tape off of there. You don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> it's got like, you know, well love on it. And uh, I was like, I was like. He's like, yeah, I forgot to check it. And I was like, bro, I've been there. No worries. And I was like, we'll tell you what. I was like, just give me your address and I'll, I'll ship it to you. And he's like, for real? Like, he's surprised I even offered it. And I was like, yeah, man, are people that shitty that they don't, that they don't just don't do nice things right anymore? now? Right now, he's thinking, man, I, I'm never going to see that fucking knife again. And I gave this, <laughs> and I gave this weirdo my address, right? His name's Tony. Tony, you probably never see this. Relax. I got you. <laughs> so uh, we're going to, uh, I was talking to Scott and I think we're going to throw some cigars in a box for him and shit and throw some stickers and just be like, Hey dude, I might even, matter of fact, I might reference this episode and be like, scroll to this number. Right. Scroll to this <laughs> time. Yeah. Be like, take yeah. Down, take down the time. Yeah. Stop. Stop fucking doubting people, bro. Not everybody's an asshole. <laughs> I mean, it, it takes a lot to give up a knife that you've had for a while. Absolutely, dude. And I understood and it that. doesn't matter. You know what, what though? But he was fucking right. Fuck TSA. Fucking yeah. A. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he literally, he was like, I don't want to give this to the TSA guys. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I've had to do that before and it fucking sucks. And if it would have been a bench made, I'd have yeah. told him, go fuck yourself. Mine was like a fucking bullshit knife. Yeah. So I was like, sure, bro. Enjoy the sog or whatever the yeah. fuck, right? Like, it was fine. But like, uh, like. A bench made, that's eh, a little bit different. So, and then he even offered, he was like, here, I'll give you money. I'll give you money. I was like, no, dude. I was like, I'll just, just put it in my bag and we'll do it. And yeah. so it just so happened that I had just gotten my, uh, uh, cause by the time he sees this, he'll have gotten his knife and he'll know. Um, I just got my microtech back from getting maintenance done, which is also a well-loved knife that I enjoy. 
and uh, it came in like this nice box. They basically packaged it just like it was a brand new knife. So I, uh, I put it, I put all of his shit in the microtech box. So he's going to open it up and be like, what the fuck? A microtech. It's like, I always wanted one of these. Yeah, I bet you did. Too bad you got your batch made back. If I would have had time, I would have, I was actually, Chris Freeman's in that peanut gallery today. I was actually going to be like, hey, dude, can you sharpen this? this <laughs> sharpen <guy?"> it for him. <laughs> like, have it all nice and shit. And like, but uh, and then, uh, and then I thought about it. I was like, well, I'm going to shot too. Maybe I could just drop it off to the Benchmade guys. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not doing all this shit, man. Like, I, I don't want to fuck this guy's knife up and I don't want to get it in the mail for him. So, yeah. Um, you should, so if you drop it off at Benchmade at Shot Show, they, mm-hmm. they do free engraving, like not on the spot. You have to send it with them, they take it back. And they'll sharpen uh, it, do the engraving, do all that. You should have did that and then put, if found, please return to and then put his address. <laughs> Either that or like the Freedom Friends were here or something. Or something. Or just, can you guys engrave a dick on it? <laughs> something, you know, just, they can only do letters. We already asked. <laughs> no, they can do logos. Well, this logo is a dick. Yep. You can send in your own artwork. Oh, you did it. Yeah. Fucking I. Yep. That's awesome. Um. But yeah, Tony, I'm going to get your knife back to you, buddy. Uh, by the time by the time you see this, I'm happy to do it, man, because we've all been there and fuck the TSA. It won't have a penis on it, but that's not, doesn't mean it has not been on a penis. That's, to see, yeah. Like, I mean, you roll your dice. You might want <laughs> to dip that thing that you're holding right now in hand sanitizer, friend. <laughs> like, Too late. It's already been a couple days. Remind <laughs> me to never, never hand you my knife if you ever ask to borrow it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> nope. You know what's fucked up though? You guys, have, you, you, we've all flown internationally, and and like you ever been like business class when you get like a meal and stuff? What do they give you? A metal fork and a metal knife. Yeah, but for your first class, you're not going to rob the plane. Yeah, right. But know. but I can't carry a fucking pocket knife, man. I never thought about this. But I could easily do <laughs> oh, the same every, damage every single meal. Yeah, yeah, I could do the same damage with a fucking fork. With the peasants in the back. Yeah. 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 They get again. Oh, no, I've been to the peasants I'm, I'm in the gonna, back, and they get nor- they get knives and forks too. No, they don't. No, sure they do. No, I have. No. It's plastic I, shit. I'm purposely going to get a business class seat that's the all the way in the back, the aisle, so you can just like trade. No, <laughs> and I'm going to be like, tell the stewardess that he's been eyeballing this knife this whole fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I should use it on him or give it to you. <laughs> I just find it fucking laughable. <laughs> That they give these out on airplanes, yet they won't let you have a fucking pocket knife. Next time, you're just gonna take out, take your shoelaces out, and when the dude <laughs> comes back over, you just hand her the knife and the shoelaces. And be like, my doctor said I can't have these. <laughs> I had, I had some bad thoughts. Uh, just because I'm first class doesn't mean I'm all the way here. <laughs> it's funny though, man. The whole thing is fucking silly. Um. That's another thing. Speaking of business class, I'm looking at uh, flights to France right now. <laughs> Fuck me, man. So I found out a little bit about my jump in France that I'm doing, my jumps that I'm doing in France. Yeah. The one that I'm jump mastering, I'm actually free falling on. So I'm going to have my free fall rig. Mm. Now, because my red, white, and blue canopy looks like the French flag, I'm going to jump a flag into uh, Normandy, into St. Marguerite, right? The French flag? I'm going to jump a Marine Corps flag. <laughs> asshole. <laughs> but uh, I was telling Bill Markham, shout out, Bill, world's I was, finest. I was wondering and, if you had an all-white canopy there for a second. But. 
<laughs> no, no, the other French flag. Oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, <laughs> but he was like, he was like, you know, you're going to be on every fucking newspaper in France, right? If you do that. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know that, but I'm going to now. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm going to free fall that one. And then uh, the the one that I'm just a jumper on, uh, I'm going to uh, just run a shoot, but run an SF10. But still, yeah. you know, it should be a good time, man. I'm looking forward to it. Have y'all seen it. all the farmers in Paris? That are uh, fucking legends. Love yeah. it. Absolutely. Oh, with all the man. shit spraying on the government yeah. building. Fucking a, dude. Yeah. yeah. Shout out, shout out to the farmers in France. Yeah, it's about time you motherfuckers picked up a fucking fight. Yeah, figured it figures the farmers would be the ones to be like, no, fuck this. You know, it should be how it goes down here too. Yeah, yeah. You would think. I don't know. They keep fucking telling us that we can't vote for people in certain areas. We're gonna see shit like that happen, man. Yeah, there it oh, is. Look at that. Just dumping shit in front of government buildings. I love it. I don't speak French, so I don't know what the fuck that says, but oh, we are on the straw. Huh. Yeah. Elsewhere in the region, farmers targeted large suburban supermarkets dumping manure in their parking lots. The farmers say many big supermarket chains refuse to pay fair prices for the produce. Huh. Tuesday's protests followed a number of demonstrations in the region of last November as farmers fear for their livelihoods. Good for you, France. About time you fucking did something. We could all say that to you. I believe they were also spraying manure on like the governor's house in like his front yard. It was like his fence, right? Like yeah. through his fence or something. Yeah. I couldn't find those pictures, but that was a total gangster move. Is it? I saw a TikTok. So like, like if, for example, I'm driving. And I throw, say, a handful of leaves out of my window. It's not really littering, right? Because it's organic. I wouldn't say that's littering. I would say it's the same as like a cigar. Like if you throw that, up. probably pushes the limit. But I'm, what I'm saying, shit's organic. Is it littering? Like, wh- what are they going to get them for? Littering and littering and <laughs> <laughs> smoking the reefer. I mean, if anything, they were just getting free manure for the yard. So they were actually yeah, fertilizer favor. Yeah. Fertilizer. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a valid question, Scott. I mean, it, it, answer Scott's question down in the comments. It's board. an organic. I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah. It's a very, very good question. I'm so curious as to what John's Googling right now. Cause he looked over at me and then didn't ask me anything and then started Googling. Yeah. He does. There that. you go. Oh, you just said uh, something. Before I, I talk about this, I want to have the <laughs> video queued on the screen uh, because I saw this yesterday all right Um, oh yes i did too and this is awesome and the awesome part about it is i don't know any backstory behind why this guy did what he did oh yeah i don't don't know anything on it (laughs) but what what i love is when the cop showed up to stop this guy and he's in a fucking a bobcat a skid steer yeah and you know the chances are we probably know who this cop is or we might know the guy in the, in the skid steer. You might. You might. <laughs> but, uh, Freeman, for the last time, you don't have a fucking microphone. But when Shut he, up. When he took out that right there, when he took out the cop car, <laughs> that one I was just like, okay, I'm on this well, guy's side. I was expecting him to, like, pick that motherfucker up and, like, go underneath that bitch or something. He did with a couple yeah. other vehicles. Do you think that this guy doesn't own this bobcat? You know the cops fucking shitting bricks. You know he's shitting bricks. He's like, what the fuck do I do? Yeah. Do I shoot this guy? He's clearly, yeah. He's clearly trying to murder me. <laughs> well, and then he goes to, he just as he aimed the gun, everybody in the 
in the uh, know what's beyond your oh yeah you're your pointing at the, he aimed yeah. right into a crowd yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like come on dude yeah treat, the, ne- get, treat never keep keep no bro get the right angle speaking of so does it say who the guy was is the guys yeah where is scroll up i think it might have said it oh no never mind keep uh, going it says the driver whose it was or how he got into it <laughs> Jeff McRichards. Oh, that's the guy. 62. Who, oh, that's, yeah. that's the guy who oh. videoed it. Sorry, we almost fucking. Well, he destroyed the front doors of a liquor store. A 62 year old guy took that video. Way to go, right? Fucking Jeff, man. Quick on the I'll trigger. I bet you it was an iPhone because that camera stabilization is great. <laughs> <laughs> Just the average Home Depot experience. Eddie's yeah. a smart ass. I love the guy. He's great. Oh, here we go. Oh, Samuel Payrot of Lincoln was arrested on charges including second-degree assault on an officer, second-degree assault on criminal mischief, connection with the incident, police said. Um, So, speaking of which, in in local news. Don't leave your keys in your skid steers. I know it's Nebraska, but see, Mom, (laughs) don't leave your shit unlocked with your keys in it all the time. (laughs) In local news, uh, there was a gentleman who uh, opened fire on a the west side of san antonio at a that is a fucking apartment complex last week right um do you remember that uh grunt style event at burleson beer yard where we all got shit faced and you guys left early and i told you i got into the fist fight with that guy afterwards you remember yeah. that yeah a couple years ago right yeah was that the same dude that is the same dude who opened fired on and then tried to fight swat cops and then got grazed in the head by a swat officer Guess who the SWAT officer was that grazed him in the head? Uh-huh. Jesse Noriega, who we also <laughs> fucking know. So I text Jesse today, and I was like, hey, heard you shot Vasquez in the head. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, fucker had it coming, man. Yeah. He's like, he's lucky my shit was obscured. <laughs> he's got a fucking second chance. But no yeah. bitch, you missed. Sorry. Yeah, this fucker right here. So Jose Vasquez, he's a Marine veteran. He also used to be a, a, a Bear County uh, uh, d- deputy. But I know him, and don't get me wrong, I went to college. So he went, went from the Marine Corps to being a Bear County deputy, and then was in college with me for criminal justice. And, and he's got a ma- he's got a couple master's degrees as well. He's a well-educated now, guy. Now he wants to shoot people up. Well, the thing is, shooting multiple rounds from the inside of his first floor apartment. Yep. Maybe rounds he was are just, going through the walls. Was he an officer? Neighbors. Was he an officer? A former officer, it says. No, like officer in the military. No, no. Oh, I thought he was just trying to unload and clear I, his weapon. I, I believe, <laughs> that's, that's true. I believe he did four years and walked. I'm not sure, but uh Man, that looks like uh I don't know where the round grazed, but it definitely hit his cheek and his forehead, maybe his nose. <laughs> a little on his chin. It's weird it's on the same side of his face, though. Well, you, those are it's like the shooter was right-handed. Definitely gravel imprints on that side of his face. Yeah. Could yeah. be a boot. Could be a boot. No, no that's, <laughs> that's definitely gravel. Like, yeah. I've had it before. I know what that looks like. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, I, so I went to college with this guy. Um and uh, he was he was a part of Satmar. And the problem is, is that unfortunately, I honestly think that Jose's got a lot of uh, he's got a lot of issues in his brain housing group, right? Yeah, like well, he, he he's got some mental health issues. Uh, and, uh, right there. Um, yeah, uh, and and he, I think he needs a lot of help. But I also think he is. He was arrested. Pretty dangerous. So he worked for the Bear County Sheriff's, and he was arrested on official oppression charges and dishonorably discharged. Yeah, the charge was later dismissed. Official. 
oppression. What does that mean? Oppression charges. Oh, uh, you probably probably fucking beating up inmates. Uh, More than likely. A little yeah. over, over aggressive. And then he was shot in the head by Noriega, who's been with SAPD for 23 years and is now on administrative duty per department protocols. He's fine. Oh, so he gets a he's, vacation. He's fine, by the way. And a vacation. <laughs> Jesse's good. So I talked to him today. <laughs> but Keep strolling down. I thought it was really funny that... Um, I just thought it was really funny that uh, okay. I knew both these fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, that's fucking silly. But uh, yeah, he... Uh, like, I hope Jose gets the help he needs and probably needs to spend some time behind bars. Can't be shooting up apartment buildings with no. fucking families. And, and then shit, fighting man. SWAT officers. Yeah, yeah, it's not a good look, That's dude. never going to end well. Uh, and the fact that another Marine had to fucking draw down on you and, and fucking shoot you in the head to make you chill the fuck yeah. out. That's That should say something, dude. Yeah. Like, uh, and, I, and I even told Jesse, it was like, not the first time another Marine's had to fucking get into it with this guy. And I told him about the incident. And basically, he was getting handsy with a girl at a bar. One time, Freeman, you actually might have been there too. Um, he and, doesn't uh, have a mic. He doesn't have a mic. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can, uh, uh, but it was it was uh, yeah it was it was, it was a nasty scuffle between him and I, and well, I beat the piss out of him. And fucking, well, you're like he didn't have a gun. I don't think he'd have been able to use it. That guy was fucking shit faced then. Shit-faced. But because I remember that because I left because he was so shit faced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember because at first he pulled a knife on somebody and then he threw a table. I don't remember the knife. I remember the table. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, let's go. Yeah. And I think like I got into it with him shortly after that. Yeah. So right after you left. Um, and yeah. So uh yeah, it's fucked up, man. But it's still kind of fucking funny just being the fact that I fucking know them both. And I was like, dude, you shot my guy in the head. <laughs> fucking A. <laughs> like, it's just proof that Mikey lives on both sides of the fence. Hey, dude. Be friends with everybody. Hang out with everybody. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no one to walk away. Yeah. No one to run. <laughs> as long as your personal ethics are okay, it's fine. <laughs> like, you're not involved with the shit that i'm gonna use one of my favorite terms here but we know you're morally flexible that, well, sometimes <laughs> <laughs> admittedly so yeah all my friends are a little bit you got to be a little bit <laughs> there's some shades of gray in there you know living in that gray area so yeah man at, at, uh, had a lot of good jumpers this weekend a lot of good ones. Uh, my squad made me look like a fucking rock star. Yeah, dude. I, it wasn't even really fair though, man. I had all like fucking airborne refresher dudes who had uh, all jumped before. I had five students. Three of them were retired special forces. <laughs> right? Makes one easier. of them was an airborne infantry guy from the hundred and first. Another one was, wasn't there. but he had jumped. He had been uh, airborne for, and then another one uh, was uh, uh, like a, 82nd dude that was mechanized that jumped all the fucking time too so it was like he was like yeah um we are we're all really good like all of my students were hitting like the sand pit and everything and everybody else is fucking like everywhere and a couple trips to fahey forest out there a couple (laughs) trips yeah um but uh nobody got hurt all in all fucking great weekend man uh we were jumping out of a caravan instead of the cessna so it was like two on the door one on the bench type type of thing and that helped um Helped move it along, but and and when I was jump master and all my students fucking so my I spots were good. So I looked really good this weekend. When we were in Costa Rica, there was a skydive Costa Rica. And if we would have had another day or two, I might have went and looked at it. But uh 
we were hanging out at the bar and one of the tourists I ran into that I was talking to, uh, he had just done it and he said it was pretty awesome. So yeah. Yeah. Probably a tandem factory. I I would so, imagine, yeah. Yeah. But what like, a, like QS. What a great place to do it. No. Yeah. Fuck. So I found out some info on Skydive Key West. Yeah. Yeah. It is a tandem factory. Yeah. You know, um, it is so fucking difficult to fun jump there. Like they don't, they won't let you. Oh, I, I like believe you it. got a Noah guy. Well, there's no room in advance and all this crazy shit. There's, well, I don't know where you would do it other than where they do it. There's no, there's not room in the little island chain there because yeah. it's all. There's no open acres. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. Well, that's why you got to have like yeah. a certain licensing and shit like that. Yeah. Like, you have to be a D licensed jumper. You have to be able to hit like, you know, in order to be a D licensed jumper, you have to be Johnny on the spot. Yeah. Fucking your your landings yeah. and stuff. So, because uh, they don't, they're they're where you where you land is essentially right next to the runway. Sure. And it, I mean that's it. Like, yeah. There's no yeah. You, I mean, there was probably less than an acre of yeah. drop zone. Well, I mean, uh, uh, most kind of places have very small landing areas, yeah. right? Um, they have alternatives, you know, like Palaka, for instance. The Palaka, Scotty Palaka's landing area is very, very small. But technically, if, but if you had to fucking bail to a secondary, there's a whole lot of fucking secondary, right? Like, well, that's and that, but that's just for free fall for, for static free, line. For static, your line. landing zone is the entire airfield. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for static line, it's like try to hit green, dude. Yeah, yeah. it's softer. Yeah. Please, please yeah. Don't hit green. But but then again, dude, <laughs> in, in Key West, though, there's a, there's there's a lot of you know there's a lot of blue you can hit, and it'll be fine. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> that would be I. Yeah, I'd be like, uh, no, I'm not going to make that. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm damn sure not hitting that tree or that rock. <laughs> I'm hitting that blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking I. Um, sorry about your rental gear, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it was the wind. <laughs> uh, You're jumping steerables. Like, I, I I have this conversation with students all the time on that shit too, where they're like, they're like, well, I don't want to hit the pavement. I don't want to hit the pavement. I'm like, why? It's better than a building. I'm like or a tree. I'm like, you know that the pavement's flat. Yeah. Like you know it's flat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you yeah. practice PLFs. And that's fucking, that's what PLFs yeah. are for, man. And if you execute a proper one, the pavement don't hurt it at all. It doesn't matter dude. what yeah. you're landing on as long as it's flat. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're a 170 in at 173rd, that it's like their job is to do airfield fucking insertions. Like their job is to hit fucking pavement, man. <laughs> like yeah. you're on tarmac. The uh, I don't know. We watch I was op four when I was in the hundred first one time for I think one of the Ranger regiments, they came in and they did the Air Campbell's airfield seizure mm. and they were dropping equipment, you know, like their fucking buggies and the motorcycles and dropping all that shit. And uh, I personally watched three guys hit real hard, real, real. It was night and they had to jump from like 500 feet. It was fucking low as shit. Well, that's terrifying in yeah. itself. And uh, but like I'm watching through my nods and these guys are fucking fucked up hitting the goddamn <laughs> Yeah, I've seen a few tarmac. dudes hit tarmac. What really sucks is the initial impact isn't fun, but it's the follow-on, especially if winds are high and you get drugged down tarmac. Oh, that, that yeah. shit sucks. Yeah. yeah, I put an idea in Markham's head about doing a tandem with Bob as the tandem rig because <laughs> he's got that one yeah, big yeah. orange one. It's like a set ten XL. It's just a huge orange like a round. static line tandem. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, could you do a static line tandem? Why not? Why not? I mean, as long as it was like somebody really little. No, you just have to meet your weight requirements. Yeah, well, the Bob, yeah. uh, Bob, you could probably go up to like five hundred fucking six hundred pounds with yeah. that fucking thing. Listen, you know, like I don't see why not. Right, the landing's like, gonna suck. 
Oh, fuck. You better be talking to each other. <laughs> Feet knees together. Rest. <laughs> yeah. Front, right, front, right, back, left. <laughs> Speaking of that, like, uh, we were at the beach and they were doing all the parasailing and they would take off right from the beach and then they'd try to drop them, you know, real close. But uh, that was pretty cool. Parasailing. Yeah. But they didn't, I thought that it was on a wench and they wenched you back to the boat. Yeah. Nope. The boat just quit moving. Yeah, they drop in the water. <laughs> yep, they yeah. drop in the water, and it was kind of cool. The uh, parasailing goes along the same lines as bungee jumping and amusement park rides for me, dude. These this ride where they were doing it looked like it would have been awesome, though. <laughs> Tell them. Tell them. Yeah, yeah. The people that get paid to maintain that equipment don't give a fuck. Nope. <laughs> oh, I, I get it. Especially <laughs> in a nope, nope, in, exactly. In a so like, like that means let's go parasailing. You guys have fun. I'll sit on the beach. I'm good. As long as the rope now, breaks between you and the boat, you're fine. Because you're just going to float down. I've if gone, the rope breaks between you and the parachute, that's a problem. Yeah. Or if your harness breaks. Yeah. They're like, oh, I'm not worried about the rope and a parachute yeah. separating or the parachute and the boat separating. Because I, I have a parachute. But yeah. it's me separating from the parachute. Yeah. Yeah. And not separating from the boat. <laughs> that would be bad too yeah like I, you're getting drug into the ground faster like i i've gone bungee jumping <laughs> and i'm glad and i don't really have a desire to do it again and yeah i've gone parasailing and i'm glad same thing with amusement rides the last time we fucking went to six flags i almost died like literally like <laughs> yeah. the safety harness when we went on the one that goes straight up and down and it just drops you or shoots you up we get to the top before it drops my safety harness came on clip but two weeks later, that dude flew out of his seat and fucking died because the safety harness came unclipped. Yeah. Right? That was the last time. of. It's because the people who maintain them, they don't yeah. give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. Well, it's minimum wage fucking exactly. workers, dude. You no know? health insurance. Oh, so check like, the shit. You. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. You know? like yeah, Especially like the, the traveling carnivals. Oh, oh dude. Oh. Carnies, bro. I worked at one oh, in high yeah. school. I, and that's actually what my where I found. You were, you were a carny? So I ran. Look at him. Your hands are way too big. I, yeah. I, so <laughs> I ran. Uh, I, I got a job. At, they had a bungee jump place yeah. at the, um, the state fair in Minnesota. And I got a job with the bungee jump people. And all I did was, was hook people up and fucking toss them out of the basket. And one of the main reasons I got this job is because if you go up in the basket, they have a little camera up there. Right. And it, at the time, I mean, this was, fuck, 98. 99 maybe i think it was summer 99 okay um they didn't there was like no red lights or anything on cameras it was just this creepy fucking camera that, up there and it was like two days into the two-week fair and i'm like fuck's the camera up there for and they're like oh chicks go up they flash their tits they jump for free and i'm like i'm so glad i got this job yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and inside their uh their little travel van i'll just have fucking pictures of tits all over the fucking thing <laughs> i was just like you guys are creeps my first time bungee jumping i was in mexico which is fucking terrifying <laughs> in and of itself. And I remember I was in Rosarito Beach at Senior Frogs, and like you're you're bungee jumping over a fucking swimming pool. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Better than the tarmac. So yeah. this one, it was a 110 foot crane, and they had this blow up like blob thing underneath it, and that was yeah. like your safety mat. And uh, and so I'm good with that. when I was working there. Nothing. I've, I've jumped one of those. Just wait. When I was working there, nothing ever happened, right? Everything was totally fine. Nothing broke. Nobody slid out, you know, whatever. No accidents, no incidents. So we're breaking down like the, the last e evening of the fair. Um, 
And one of the big things that we had to do is disconnect everything from the, from the basket, all the bungee shit had to go on the ground. Um, and then we were like, Hey, can you bring us up like 20 feet up? And we just jump off the basket onto the little blow up thing. Like it'd be cool as shit. You know what I mean? And the guy running the cranes, like, I don't give a fuck what you want to do. Let's like get in like sweet. So it's me and two other guys that work there. And we're like, how much is this? How much weight can this hold? And they're like, it, it'll stop somebody from falling. And we're like, okay, so three of us are fine. At 20 feet? Okay, yeah. Yeah, 20 yeah. feet. I'm yeah. like, we're going to be good to go. So we, he brings us up. We all fucking jump out. As soon as we hit this, the fucking main seam rips. We all hit the ground. Oh. Right? And so we're like, oh, fuck. Like, we don't, we're not going to fix this. Uh, you know, we're not going to pay to fix this. Like, yeah. how do we fix this thing? So we start looking at this, this stitch. Somebody already did this. And the stitch was <laughs> hand done one row. And that was it. Oh. And that was the whole thing together. Oh, case my God. So what did we do? We hand stitched this bitch back together, folded up, put it in the truck. Fucking scumbags. Yeah. So like I have personal reasons why yeah. I'm not doing yeah. this shit anymore. That's pretty solid reason. That's how you know they don't give a fuck. Cause you used to be one of the guys that did not give a fuck. Well, but somebody else didn't give a fuck before me. Well, and I'm not about to get in trouble for clearly. it. I was, I was going to say like, I, I would trust one of those bags nope. because I watched all those nitro circus guys. But those are it, different. Yeah. Apparently <laughs> those guys care about safety. Well, that's cause <laughs> they're the ones, they're the ones it. doing it. Yeah. Dude, I remember that I was fucking scared as shit and I was standing up on this thing rigged up and I'm like, freak the fuck out. Out. And it was just like it wasn't like like feet first, or it wasn't like a, like by your feet yeah. or anything. It was like hooked to your back, so you're just going okay. and being. So it was real. It was the as you far as bungee flips. jumping goes, it was the most mildest one, right? And I was like, um, I'm fucking terrified. And the guy, I swear to God, the guy fucking pulls the the bungee cord in and hand stitched in like this shitty, clearly made in Mexico. Fucking, uh, <laughs> fucking uh tag it just says made in usa and it's all fucked up and i'm like i don't believe you man i don't fucking believe you and he starts laughing at me and he's like you want me to push you and i'm like don't you fucking dare bro you push me and i live i'm coming back up here and chucking you out without this motherfucker and i was like give me a minute dude so it took me probably a solid fucking five or ten minutes it felt yeah. like fucking forever before i fucking said fuck it and went that's but, that was my first my first skydive experience out yeah. of Blackhawk. Yeah. My brain did not want me to jump. It is not a natural. <laughs> like I, I wanted to jump and my brain's just like, what the, like, well, I mean, I'm in a Blackhawk, right? So I'm used to riding Blackhawks. Sure. Yeah. But when it comes to time to jump out of one, your brain is like, wait, what, what? It, no, no, no. We yeah, don't do this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. My, my last bungee jumping experience was actually 2003 end of 2003 as a mentor leave from iraq and uh oh, I, there's no fucks there none but so i went <laughs> back to arizona and the girl i was dating at the time's like hey let's go to vegas for four days and you just fly back from vegas and i'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> twist my arm yeah so they used to have a bungee i think it was like 173 feet outside of circus circus yeah uh, it was one of the tallest stationary ones in north america i remember that it's no longer open someone died <laughs> well, there's always got to be a laugh. They, they had a pool at the bottom, <laughs> but when you're up there looking down, it looks like you're jumping into this cup of whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, but that was pretty fun. Um, I jumped, I don't know, probably, I don't know, six or eight times there because yeah. it was just like, 
Maybe I won't have to go back to Iraq after yeah. this one. <laughs> yeah, right? So speaking of jumping in the cup of whiskey, have you guys watched like those fucking shows where they just dive into the little ass kiddie pool? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That shit's crazy. That's just bananas, man. That's fucking crazy. Well, they, and they've got it down to a science. Well, like, they obviously. know like when to fucking like arch and shit yeah. and fucking how to do all that. It's like, have you guys, seen, but how do you practice that? <laughs> right. Have you guys seen slowly that back in the day, like the late 1800s, early 1900s at, traveling fairs and circuses they there was a guy who or a person i don't know if it was a guy or girl that would ride a horse but they built this contraption that they take this horse up on the top of this platform and him and the horse would dive off like 50 60 feet into water into a pool and the horse would do it too with them like he'd be on the horse as they both go i up. think i've seen this That's yeah fucking crazy clearly they don't do this anymore no. but justin's gonna find this. he's <laughs> yes. looking for this video i think i've seen this i'm curious about this but one. how do you get that horse to do it because the first the brain the first time's no problem well because horses are very um stupid as, as long as they trust no <laughs> no as long as they trust you yeah you can do any they will do anything for you no wow. but you fool, it's one of those fool me once. That's the thing. Like, how do you find a horse that likes to do that? Yeah. <laughs> and how does it tell you? You feed it Mountain Dew. Well, <laughs> it didn't happen back then. Well, you know how you find it, John. You do this, and the horse, without you getting back on it, goes back up and does it. It does it again. Itself. Like, oh, that's fun. <laughs> Here we go. Yep. This is 1923. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. Oh, that's not. And how deep has that pool got to be? Well, deep enough for that horse. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) That's insane. Insane. That's hilarious. It pops right back up. Yeah, he's totally. Well, I think he jumped off the bottom of that pool because it. That's huh? Diving horses. That's your old Jackie Carvis. That's crazy though. Like no way. I could. Uh, I'm watching for her command to go. What does she do? I definitely wouldn't do this without. Oh, her. they cut it out. I think it's just old. Yeah, it's got a weird jump. <laughs> it's fucking weird. Wow. It's like the moon landing. It didn't really happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they get the camera there before you set foot on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> they thought of that, man. It was on the outside. <laughs> Fuck. That was in 1923, by the way. Wow. Wow. How about them cowboys? <laughs> I thought you would appreciate that, there, as a, Justin. As a Texans fan. Oh, man, I had a good weekend. I, I don't think Dallas has seen a murder like that since 1963. What, what, what happened? It wasn't, wasn't their year again? It's always it was, their year, right? It was it was the exact same year they've had year year over and over and over. Again. We them boys, this is our year. We're going all the way. It's Super Bowl. Let's get to the playoffs. Choke, repeat, <laughs> and wash, rinse, repeat oh, every yeah. time. And it's I, fucking. I can't comedy. remember who was playing, but I think it was last weekend. Um, we went out to get uh, lunch one day, or maybe early dinner. I can't remember, and. Uh, there was a game on, and they were playing for a playoff spot. And both teams were 5-11, and 11, playing for the fucking playoff spot. Huh. Like, what the f- – what happened to football? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, usually you have a team that has, like, a winning record. Well, like it, it, it really <laughs> depends on your division, right? Because I remember one year – do you remember the year that Tom Brady got hurt and the pa- Patriots went 11-5 and five mm-hmm. that year? 
and we didn't make the playoffs at 11 and five. That's what I'm saying. But like these guys are five and 11, but like, but like the fucking, but like the chargers that year were like eight and eight and made the playoffs. And we were like, that's some bullshit, but yeah. it's all division yeah. shit. Yeah. Right? But like, five and 11. Yeah. How about the Patriots? Uh, the, yeah, they fired Bill Belichick. It's about time they fire him, or you, I think you just. Retired. I think it was a little bit of a mutual thing, but the way it yeah. was the way it was written is that they let him go. Oh, really? You know, um, but where is he going? There's a lot of talks. I think I heard. I think I, he's going to retire. I heard a rumor. No, he's got 15 games to take the record for all time most wins as a coach. I heard a rumor. Oh, 15 Uh-oh. games. Is it? 15 games. Oh, he's oh he'll do, do that. Yeah. He'll do that because that's a challenge. And yeah. Bill, Bill I, the boy loves. I heard a rumor that he was going to go to the Cowboys. <laughs> It'd be, be a smart move because Robert Kraft is one of the only teams that he absolutely fucking hates. Yeah. Really? And Robert Kraft's the owner of the Patriots. Yeah. And and I was like, if he does that out of spite, like, but do, uh, do you think that. it's like? <laughs> I mean, obviously, he's a proven coach, right? Like, oh uh, yeah, the most so, winningest coach in so history. Almost. Yeah. What What do the yeah, Patriots almost. hope to gain by getting rid of him? Well, that was the thing. It's like so they could have traded him, and they they decided against that. They were like, it was more of a uh, instead of trading him, he's they're like, we want to keep him in our hearts forever. We're not going to. Tra- we're just going to fire him. like the relationship that we've built. You can't put a price on. Yeah, is yeah. the way they put it, and right. they're like, and so we're not going to. We're not okay. going to try to use them as a bargaining chip because okay. that's oh, just that's, not. It was a classy yeah, move. Yeah. One thing you can say what you want about Robert Kraft, he's a classy son of a bitch, man. I mean, <laughs> unless he's getting a rub and tug. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> but uh, getting stupid, we're going to go pay for hand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if Bobby Kraft was like, Mikey, you want a rub? <laughs> Fucking, let's go, Doc. let's go, bro, let's go. <laughs> Fucking, um, no, but uh, uh. Dude, as a Patriots fan, uh, which we were the worst team in the league this year. And, really? Oh, yeah. I thought the Jets beat y'all out for worst team. I don't think so. We, we, I think we were below them. Well, I think we were the bottom of our division, and Jets are in our division. So. Um, I'll let you know in a sec. Um, yeah, it was it was a rough year. I mean, it, it's I remember the Bledsoe year, so I remember us sucking. So it's fine, yeah. <laughs> you know. Like you know, we had. A, but I, I have um, a feeling, like, but four years in a row, there is changes that need to be made. You know, when you are have a losing team for four years in a row, you got to look. Has it eventually. been four years already? Yeah, Brady's been retired for two. Yeah, yeah, we were four and thirteen. Oh no, Oof. Panthers were worse, two and fifteen. Oh, were they? Wow. Yeah, y'all were like. Only we were the worst in the AFC. Though. We were yeah. second to last, Carolina. Yeah, Panthers. Yep. So yeah, but they're NFC. So we were worst in our in our conference. Yeah. Yeah. But at four years, and then they hired Jared Mayo, who used to be one of our linebackers, great linebacker. Um, but now he's been a linebacker coach for the last few years, and uh, they hired him, and he's officially the youngest coach in the NFL now. So it went from having the oldest coach to the youngest coach. He's but, the head coach now. No. Yeah. Yeah, he took over for Belichick. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. And he was a was y'all defensive play caller. Yeah. Like he's been coaching with the team for a little while. Yeah. yeah apparently, uh, this was like worked into his contract. That of he was, like that he was going to be heir apparent. Yeah. Really. Like once Belichick left, then they were going to be like, "All right, you're up next." Wow. So, which oh. cool. How old is he? Uh, fucking like twenty seven or something. No, really? He's pretty young. He's no, pretty young. Well, I bet it's thirties. 32, 33. Because, I mean, just. I mean, Sean McVay. But you got to get out of. You got to get out of college. You got to play NFL. And then you got to start coaching. True. 37 years old. 37. 37. Not 27. 37. 
That makes a lot more sense yeah. in my brain. I mean, I knew he was young. Yeah. But for a head coach, that's a baby. Yeah. 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 And then we also got, like, in the college football world, Nick Saban retired, too, you know? So that's a fucking hammer. So. Yeah, it's been been a crazy year to football. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just a matter of time before Belichick retired or left the Patriots. He's been with them for what? 20 fucking 24 20, seasons yeah, or 24, yeah. 25 years. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Like at what point is your but why whatever 30 or 40 million dollar a year salary? Like it's not because why, of the money. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. Right. But why yeah. don't you want to go out on top? Why didn't he? Re, why didn't he? It's he did. He went out, he he's he's not done yet, but he has a legacy of a career. No, I get that. That's what it is. He's, he's you know what more, I mean. It's like when he wears all of his rings from because remember he he was Bill Parcells like under like like understudy. Yeah, you know what I mean. When he wears all of his rings, he makes Tom Brady look like fucking nothing. Yeah, like Belichick's got fucking. He's got every finger with like three rings on each huh. type of shit, man. Like he's fucking crazy stacked. Um, whether it's championship rings fucking super bowl rings what have yeah. you i mean that motherfucker's got rings on rings on rings dude so i remember i think he's got a boat that after the patriots won their fourth he changed the name to like seven rings is the name of his boat yeah and then they kept winning and he was like i changed my fucking boat's name again <laughs> I, like, I like when they photoshopped a six finger onto brady when he got his sixth ring yeah. that was pretty funny yeah <laughs> yeah I uh, I respect the legacy that Bill Pel- Belichick has because even like they always say like you should go out on top. Yeah, he definitely did not go out on top. The last two seasons were rough, but you yeah. still look at him and you're like, no, that dude's a fucking legend. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, is. he he unfortunately didn't have the la- like the last two seasons were not great, but you can still be like, no, that's the I go. just I I just in my brain because coming from the old Husker eras, right? Like we were on top for a lot of years. Yeah, and now in the eighties. Yeah, early, early <laughs> no, but seriously, yeah, yeah, but then, but then once all that went away, it's been not good since, right? And so, how long is it going to take the Patriots to get back to? Well, I don't think the Patriots I mean, are 20 gonna, years, yeah, I don't think the Patriots are going to hire their star quarterback as a head coach. No, I get that, <laughs> but but John, that was literally like the fifth coach. No, I know, yeah. I was, I was there for like yeah. I lived in Nebraska yeah. at that time, and I was just like. Oh wow! Like I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. But yeah. So what'd you do this weekend? I had a cool uh, weekend. He had a cool weekend. What'd you do? I <laughs> I actually I had a great weekend. It cool. was one of the first weekends in months where I didn't really have anything that I had to do. I didn't have to travel. I didn't have to go now, to town. To be fair, we did ask if. They wanted they, to yeah, you definitely tried to get <laughs> us to go to Costa Rica. And, and, and it would have been fun. But. And, and it was a strong maybe. that was <laughs> There was thought put into it. Next time. Because it was um, but uh But, yeah, I didn't have anything going on. And it was awesome. So, <laughs> uh, so we decided to cook. Oh. Uh, so Dave made chili. Fucking nice. nailed it. Nice. Um. I found a beef stew recipe that I thought was going to be good. <laughs> no, I did. Uh, because I was like, I want to make beef stew. I was like, but I don't want to do like my normal 
you know, whatever. So I'm going to try this. When you say thought it would be good, it means just based on reading it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Jesus fucking Christ. Was it good? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you, it really was. When, the way when you, you said it, it was like, because oh, I, was, I, like, I was like, thought it was going to be good, but it was terrible. <laughs> right? Yeah, no, going into it, I'm like, oh, we'll see. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, uh, but it was, me a good it, was, beef stew, it was awesome. A it good really beef stew good. is where it's at. And, uh, and then uh, we made meatballs and sauce, homemade meatballs and sauce also. Okay. And those are fucking phenomenal. Um, but, uh, I think other than that, the only time when Dave and I left the house, um, yeah, the feeder out of the property was uh, was getting ransacked, and so we had to put a stop to the ransacking. By pigs? Uh, horses, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so we had to go string up a fence around the feeder to keep the horses out, but let the pigs and, and uh, the deer in. Yeah. Um, and then there's a fucking raccoon. That, no, there's uh, always a raccoon. Got a dirty he, little. He's dick, up there, fucking di- dirty little dick beater print on the fucking feeder, and I'm like, you motherfucker! I haven't seen him yet, so I don't know when it comes out. But yeah, how far away is your blind from that feeder? Fifty yards. It's a good twenty-two shot, or six five. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it, it no would such be a thing good as overkill. No, yeah. not at all. Um, you want to borrow my forty-five seventy? That'll be a funny one. No, when you get a can, maybe <laughs> when I get a can. Yep. And then I'm going to hook it up into a sled. <laughs> and I'm going to tie a string to it. And I'm going to be 50 yards away from the truck. <laughs> Fucking. Um, but yeah, other than that, it was funny. Uh, clearly, Dave and I haven't built a fence in a very long time. So we're sitting at Tractor Supply and we're both like, hmm, what else do we need? <laughs> I think this might be it. I don't know. Some T-posts and some barbed wire yeah, or what? Yeah, T-posts and barbed wire. It was just basic. Yeah. Um, but, do like an octagon around it or something. Actually, because there's already a fence line that's up and the horses don't have access past that, we just built essentially a U. Oh, okay. Uh, around the feeder and a couple of trees for stability. Nice. And uh, and then on the game cam, I can see the horses at their normal time on the other side of the fence line, like just like, pissed. Motherfucker. <laughs> like this is my midnight snack. I was supposed <laughs> to get some corn. My next text would have been to Jim and been like, hey. Give me a bag of fucking corn. <laughs> it's not their fault. Your fat fucking horses are eating my shit. If my dog fucking eats my neighbor's fucking gazellas, I got to fucking deal with that. All right. It's the same thing, oh, man. man. Your neighbor's an asshole. These- <laughs> I, see, I like animals, though. I like animals. Me too, man. I don't like people. <laughs> yeah. Fuck those neighbors. <laughs> they're, they're just big pasture puppies. Though. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> they don't know any better. It's just food. When I was up in uh, uh, Arkansas doing that, that predator hunt, uh, he had a horse at the property we were staying at. And she was like real friendly. It was like a pony. It was like his daughter's pony or whatever. Yeah. And it came over to the fence, and we were all fucking with it. And I was like rubbing, I was petting it and shit. It was like, all right. I was like, this one's all right. <laughs> hey, man, what's up? What's up there, you big dog? It's a big dog. That's yeah, it's really it. Uh, I was telling these guys earlier. Also, my my dog Tank decided to start throwing up today because uh, I think it's he does this every couple months because he'll eat shit that he's not supposed to eat, and uh, the backstrap of a crock came out of his guts. <laughs> So there's fucking uh, I was I saw my son's blue croc the other day, and it was like it's like his outside shoes that he throws yeah. on, right? And I noticed that it didn't have the strap on anymore, and it was like broken. It was like kind of like ripped, right? So I was like, oh, it probably just came off, and he pulled the rest of it off, and he's using a slip on, so whatever, no big deal. But I couldn't find the strap, 
It's because it was inside my bulldog. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you get a fucking maniac, man. So we did Friday. We sat in the blinds to see where some pigs came out. Um, no pigs showed up and it got cold because it was right when this cold front kicked in. Sure. Yeah. So we were in, we got in the blind. We were sitting there in like essentially a t-shirt or a long sleeve shirt. That was it. Like we had jackets. We took them off. It was warm. And uh, so we sat probably two hours after sunset. And as soon as that fucking sun went down, whoo, whoo, that cold came quick. You know what? I got it. Michelle's got those little, those little desk heaters, you know, and we have that battery pack. <laughs> oh, Ryobi makes it. it yeah, I have the Ryobi. It wasn't too. that cold. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, like, that'd probably be good for this weekend, though. Yeah, dude, shit, maybe. Dude, I've been, I've been, uh, I've been in blinds with fucking heaters before. I, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Was, when Scott got his first Texas deer, we were smoking cigars and had the heater going full blast. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so the deer, there was a a, a young um, six or eight point that decided to want to come have some have some dinner while we were sitting out there. And so I got a picture of him through the scope uh, because when he walked out, I was like, oh, that's weird. And then I got behind the gun and zoomed in. And this motherfucker's tongue is just hanging out of his mouth as he's just walking at, around. I'm looking for the corn. Yeah, he's just hanging out the whole fucking time. I'm like, dude, look at this shit. I want the, I want the corn, guys. Where's the corn at? Right? Let me get the corn, guys. <laughs> That's like, like, we've talked about it before, but like the deer with the real fucked up racks and shit. Oh, yeah. Like, we think they're like cool trophies. They're probably like the fucking, like, <laughs> like, like well, the, the does looking yeah. at me like, no thanks, yeah. bro. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Uh, what uh what are you drinking on over there oh so this is some elijah craig from mr robert hache uh one of my our buddies from nebraska i guess who stopped down i was gone unfortunately i didn't get to see him but uh he brought us a good bottle of booze and then uh, a not so good bottle of booze booze. and i think he may have done that intentionally because i think he listens to this podcast (laughs) just to be a smart ass (laughs) (laughs) a bottle of johnny johnny double black but all the elijah craig is uh it's tasting pretty good elijah craig's pretty hard so so we were talking when he was here on friday and he's been a customer the customer of the gun store since the gun store was in columbus yeah yeah. oh yeah i've known i've known mr hayes forever yeah yeah and it's funny because he walked in he's like hey he's like you remember me and i'm like yeah i fucking remember you (laughs) (laughs) the funny thing is i've known him when he was a single guy yeah he got married i think he has two daughters now who are like what eight or nine probably 10 12 i don't know it's been fucking forever (laughs) right yeah eight oldest ones eight yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. He came down, and hung out. He's he was down here pig hunting with a buddy of his. Yeah, oh, nice. Yeah, I knew he had known y'all for a while because he said he knew Dave back when he was drinking. Yeah, like he's he drank with shit. Dave. You know, you've <laughs> you've known Robert longer than I have. Then, yeah, yeah. no shit. Yeah, but yeah, he's he's a good dude. He's bought suppressors and he's yeah. all into this. It's been eleven years for Dave. And, and your yeah, first round, the beginning and, of this month, and what John and I are on, we're on this Basil Hayden Dark Rye. We're to see our good friend Chris Freeman over here, who uh, always comes in with some good goodies. Man, that's a solid yeah. bottle of booze, man. I'm a big fan. Speaking of that, Basil Hayden had a new whiskey that <laughs> yeah, was out. Scott the, didn't remember. The, 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 what was it? The Mash Rye. Uh, rye. Rye Mash, right? Yeah. yeah. Rye mash. And uh, I think it was good. We got a bottle, <laughs> and uh, I don't remember how it tasted, but it it definitely worked. You yeah, said, you said it only lasted about an hour, or so. Well, it was one pour, 
Two. Two pours. Two pours. Two pours each. Yeah. yeah and we, bottle. we killed the bottle. Yeah. yeah. And it was funny because William's like, oh, I was going to try that. And I was like, here. <laughs> <laughs> Have some. <laughs> I, it didn't taste that way. I remember that. Um, by, at, by the end of the night, it said it's was fire that way. But again, he doesn't have a fucking microphone. So, <laughs> um, this is it. These are all 80 proof. And that's why it's so good. Oh. And that, what, what's the dark rye? What? They put it in a special barrel or something. Finishes dark berries. Yeah, because that's caramel like, molasses. I definitely get some fruit off. Oak of and spice. Hmm. Artfully aged by the James Beam Distilling Company. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Is that Jim's brother? I think so. <laughs> I do. I think, I, think, <laughs> I think so. I think uh, Jim is the uh, outcast. Clearly. <laughs> He's the white trash one. Yeah. He was he was unaware that you could also abbreviate James by jazz. And so he went with Jim. Um, Should we start calling jazz Jim? No. Why not? Or it's short or, for James. Or or Jim Jazz. Ooh. We're gonna call one of them Jimmy. Yeah, who's gonna be Jimmy? I don't know. I bet Big Jim loves to be called Jimmy. <laughs> you know what? That'll be more fun. Let's call him Jimmy. That'll be way more fun. Yep. Big Jim's now Jimmy. Yep. We're going to get him on the show again and just just, just call him Jimmy the whole time. Our guest is, uh, is Jimmy got, for episode Fuck You, Sir. We got Big Jimmy here. <laughs> Fucking Jimmy. I bet he loves being called Jimmy as much as Mikey likes being called Mickey. Well, Mickey's not my name. Uh, it cracks me up when people do that. Yeah, it's, there's no, like you you all know the fucking jingle. You sung it your whole goddamn life. Yeah, but yours isn't spelled that way. There's no C in my name. I know. <laughs> like, it's like, dude, I'll write down Mikey and they're like, Mickey? I'm like, mm. Do you think Mickey Mouse was Irish? Do you think it was all just a big troll? <laughs> oh, boy. Huh? Do you think it was a big troll? <laughs> like, we're going to name this mouse Mickey. We're just going to talk shit about the Irish the whole time. Good, maybe. Maybe. I mean. I'm going to call him Mick Mouse from now on. Dude, <laughs> Disney is not notoriously very, you know, fucking back woke the, until recently. Yeah. Back in the day, it was awesome. Oh, Those yeah, old some, cartoons. Old Steamboat oh, Willie. Fuck. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> well, fucking. That's when I learned that you can do blackface in animation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that still works shit dude i was there's i don't remember which south park episode it was but it was uh it's like it was like cartman was in blackface and then like token was in whiteface <laughs> there, like there's an old bad. cartoon from disney that shows how they make Swiss cheese. Yeah. And how they put the holes in the cheese. And it's it's and when you look at it now, you're like, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, it's just Mickey fucking hey, cheese. If you, can, <laughs> hey, if you can pull that scene up, oh I guarantee you. Swiss, Mickey Mouse Swiss cheese and yeah. uh, it'll pop up. That's a good one. Um that is a good one. Pull it up. <laughs> uh Damn. Yeah. So then uh, we had the uh, the Iowa uh, elections. Yeah. The yeah. caucus. The caucus. Yeah. 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 Trump fucking crushed that. Yeah. Yeah. Nikki Haley made a big fucking jump yeah, too. She, no, she was third, right? 
second. No, she, no, I, just, she beat DeSantis, no, no, I thought. No, no, I don't think so. I don't know. She's polling better than he is right now. Did you see the dude that brought DeSantis a participation trophy? No. Oh, that was amazing. Dude, that, he was fucking mad. Oh, <laughs> it was so awesome. It was so awesome. <laughs> he brought him a participation trophy. No, Nikki Haley was third. Yep. Ron DeSantis oh, there it is. Beat yeah. So Vivek only got 7%. Really? So he, I, I, I appreciate the game that he's playing. Who, he, he's setting himself up for he's young enough right? he's setting himself up for vp well <laughs> so no for may, maybe so here's here, for future stuff here's my prediction okay right i think he's a plant vp i think he's a fucking democrat oh, he's plant. not no, vp no, no, no. no i think he's vp no yep and then he turns into two terms after trump continuing whatever the mission is i didn't even like who this ryan guy i and ryan brinkley and well, it's okay. Nobody cares who he is, but he got more votes than Chris Christie. Aza <laughs> Hutchinson's a dude. I thought that was a chick. It's <laughs> an old man. No, I seriously thought it was a chick. I no. thought that was a chick's name. I've never heard of these people. Chris Christie, 35 votes. But then again, he quit before, before yeah. that. So, okay, that might explain it. But... It's got 35 people that well, don't turn the news on. Chris, <laughs> Chris Christie was getting fucking smoked on stage by Vivek, man. Because he, he would be like, yeah, he's he, like, well, Vivek just called him out. He was like, look, but, he's like, you suck this dude's dick for fucking four years. Yeah. And all of a sudden, now you turn on him? Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. You know, he's like, you were licking his boots, I think was the actual term. And then like, yeah, he fucking. Well, that and, and Christie's, this is what, his third time running for president? Like, give it I up. think he's just trying to stay relevant yeah do you remember when he shut down the beaches in uh new jersey and then went out to the beach <laughs> what right? a piece of shit yeah. <laughs> like, yep. he just didn't want anybody else oh uh, here we go beach. here's yeah. the, here's the old swish cheese there's mickey fucking cheese <laughs> like they're not even trying to hide it check out minnie's tits bro Aren't the, check out minnie's smile she's yeah. like well, i know what i'm getting later like, yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna make him call me Cheddar i want to know how it's like big holes and little holes it's, how you doing that Mickey? he's a talented man <laughs> and she's like what year was that can you find that i'm gonna call he's gonna call me cheddar later that's funny though god damn it what happened to disney people oh, got on michael b jordan's now gonna play hercules i don't know what any of that means michael b jordan's a dude who played uh the bad guy in uh black panther okay he's gonna play hercules in their remake okay he's super greek looking obviously right right <laughs> right like fucking obviously so you know uh and here's the thing honestly i don't give a shit it's they're playing make-believe characters so it yeah. doesn't really fucking matter to me it was like the whole Little Mermaid thing and all this. But you would think that Disney would have learned their lesson after that fucking bomb, right? Like, you would think that maybe, hey, guys, maybe this isn't working out. Maybe we are, you know. I, I, have, a, I have a legit question that I hope doesn't come off completely wrong here. Here we go. Get your button ready. Yeah, get, get, your get this ready. ready. But, okay, so is it the, the reason? What's the reason for making all of these white characters, black characters now is, is it because it's not it's, it's, fair? Is it because it's not fair to like the black kids seeing all the white characters? So that's the excuse that there's used. because I would never ever feel bad for my children seeing a black character in any aspect of any so movie at all, at all, my, at all. My opinion, it changed across the board. 
in, in the United States, when they stopped talking about equality and they started talking about equity. equity. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that's when it changed because then like it I, didn't have to, it didn't have anything to do with making everything an even playing field. Right. It had something to do with bringing one group of people above the rest purely now, based off right. demographics. But now, now I understand history. Right. And so like, like we being white people have kept like I just I watched the banker, right? It's a have you guys forward for you to absurd. Have you have you seen have you, seen, have you seen the banker? Yeah. That movie? Mm-hmm. It's a great movie, right? But I had no like I I I knew it happened, I guess, but like to see like how you know black people couldn't get loans, they couldn't do, you know, like we did keep the keep them from becoming wealthy. Sure. And that's, I, the, I, that's systemic racism. Yeah, it is, right? 100%. 100%. Yeah. I, 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 I think we're past that. 100%. Like, I, I, I know I, I know, myself and my children are. I teach them they're equal to everybody. Yeah. But they're not fucking special. Yep. And I think that, I think that should apply across the board. The problem is, is that it doesn't. People don't teach their kids that across the board. And, and maybe it's not true for some people who were born in... I don't know, you know, in a, in a hey, some people in, get raw deals. Yeah, like that's there, true. But there's there's white Fucking people a, born into poverty that can't accomplish anything because of it. Sure. Like it just sucks. It's like the lottery, right? Yeah. Like I'm, you know, I but mean, but yeah, like but I think you know the, I think obviously we have a couple generations of, you know, we're we're ahead on that, right? But like me personally, it didn't apply. I wasn't born into wealth at all. Like yeah, I had to make so. Same. Like we all joined the military probably because we were broke and had no fucking futures if we didn't. Right. So wealth isn't taught. It's not taught and it, but to it's anybody not. and it should be. But the, and the only way that wealth is taught is through the idea of it. Because if you look, how can I, what's, I'm trying to figure out the easiest way to explain this without going on a 30 minute rant. You look at rich people and their family, right? right? With generational wealth, yeah. people that like you never have to work another day in your life. Right. There's a handful of them that are actually taught the value of money. Yeah. Right. A lot of them just have money. And if you have money, you can make money. It's not that hard to do. That's true. Right. Yeah. So you're just essentially steamrolling something that was already built in front of you. Whether you do it on your own, you you do whatever the family has done. It is what it is. Thanks, dad. But yeah. Like I can say collectively, if all of us sitting in this room right now, none of us came from wealth. Yeah. Right. No. No. <laughs> like we might have had people in our families that have been successful. Right. But they they, nope. they didn't. But they didn't <laughs> develop generational wealth that's been passed down. Right. That where us or our offspring or anybody else in the family don't have to work. Yeah. You know what I mean. So, in a sense, wealth is taught by work ethic. It's fucked up. I'm the yeah. most fucking but, successful in my family. But, but you know, <laughs> but I think you're right. But it's not taught enough. Where, but how do you teach wealth? Well, I think that I think you could. I think it could be taught. It should. It should be taught in schools. That look. But you're, what? How? But how do you teach it? That's the thing. Like, how do you be like? Okay, look. This is how you become wealthy. Yeah. What do you teach? So I would tell my children to become wealthy. You fucking go without. 
for the first 10 years of your adulthood. Like you, 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 you try to save money. I try to teach my children this and they won't understand it. Right. But like, you know, like my youngest, he gets $20 and as soon as he does, it's fucking gone on something. Right. I'm like, look, like the first thing he gets for the Christmas season, 20 bucks, I got to spend it. Why don't you wait until after the whole Christmas season? You might have 150 bucks. Yeah. Right. Why don't you wait till your birthday, Christmas, you know, all the shit, just let it pile up. Yeah, but it's we're such an instant gratification society. And even now. if you find something that you want, right? Yeah. Like just be like, what's that dollar amount? Well, wait until you get that. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, what do you want? Why are you settling for this piece of shit, whatever you kind of want? Yeah. Why don't you just wait and get something you really, really want? Yeah. Yeah. But, but if you wait and if you show some or, patience. Or instead of getting something you really want, try to save up to like make your money work for it so you know like it's when not when but i wish trying, it was i wish it was taught in school. when you're trying to teach wealth telling them to pick a product that they want i know it, that's not no that's not developing wealth that's not, not yeah. you know what i mean so that's why like it's not really something that can be taught in schools yeah what has to be the the i, I believe the start to being taught about how to be wealthy is how to work it's how to yeah how to progress in doing what you're doing because you're not going to just start off right i mean there there's no overnight riches you're not going to there's no get fast or get rich quick scheme that actually legitimately works without you going to prison mm-hmm. or selling drugs those are the only two that actually work <laughs> you <laughs> get rich quick entrepreneurial then, spirit yeah, but man. you don't you don't get to keep the money like that guy on your bullets you know that was a reformed drug dealer <laughs> <laughs> you know like well, like when i bought my first house at fort campbell right instead of selling that house i wish somebody in my family would have been like look rent hold it. on to it rent it rent, rent it, it 10 years from now you yeah. can sell it yeah or 20 years from now when it's yes. paid off yeah right. yeah. yeah yep like Nobody, nobody, I, I would have probably listened. Like I do everything back. I do everything fucking backwards, man. Like, like I'm in, I live in my first house, the first house yeah. that I've bought, bought, I live in it right now. Yeah. Right. And thankfully, because I'm older now, I understand a little bit more than I, because if I would have known then what I know now, but if, holy yeah, fuck, yeah, man. Imagine, so, you know, imagine like, knowing what we know so now. Out, and we were like, 20 years old. All those times <laughs> renting, all I'm doing is paying somebody else's fucking mortgage. Yeah. Fuck that, man. Out, outside of personal experience, because that's how we've learned. Yeah. Yeah. How else do you learn? Well, for, for me, I, I didn't have any guidance because I had yeah. poor parents that I died had, young. I had, but, I had but I mean, at, so at it was some like, point, you might have read an article online, got a book and read that. Sure. Yeah. Gain knowledge from somewhere else. Watch some fucking movie and be like, oh, fuck. Well, and, and I think the problem is, is that a lot of us, are our influences were like our senior leadership in the military. And, and they didn't they were fucking dumb, know. broke they motherfuckers. Know they didn't know too. fuck all anyway. <laughs> and they're the ones go teaching the fuck do your taxes. Yeah. No, go to an accountant and do your taxes. Dude, I had a yeah. fucking, I had a fucking gunny talk me into leasing a car when yeah. I was a boot. And it's like but the so stupidest The point that I was getting at this is this little thing right here has all the information in the history of the fucking world. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Right. If you want to learn something, if you want to be wealthy, you have access to all the information that you need to learn the skills that you need to know. The, the problem is nobody's told me 
Nobody, when I was 20, nobody told me like, hey, there's a way to become wealthy. Like, you know what I mean? It was like, oh, I needed, I needed to get married. I needed to have a family. I needed to buy a house. I have a you friend know, of mine that's a retired I'm, cop. You move, you got to sell your house and buy another house. Like nobody, you know, like if I had to rent something while I owned a house that I rented out the house for a while, yeah. maybe I would have done that. See, I have a friend of mine who's a retired cop. Cops don't make money. Yeah. They're not well paid. And I mean, they're, they're, you're, you're doing fine, but you're not fucking killing it. Right. Yeah. Like while he was, uh, him and his wife, both working class folks, uh, when he was a cop and he was, he's also a former military. He didn't retire, but he was former yeah. military and he was like a warrant officer. He was, a, he was a pilot. Right. Um, like, so he had a little bit saved up. He was buying properties. Yeah. And they used to make fun of him, call him a slumlord. They'd always be like, oh, fucking slumlord, oh boy, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, And he actually, we talked about this this weekend. Um, and he was like, he goes, it's all fun and games until, you know, they're like, How, where are you getting your money? It's like, oh, you remember when you were making fun of me about being slumlord? All those properties I owned, they gentrified the area. And now I fucking charge like thousands and thousands of dollars a month for rent. Yeah. For my properties that I own, that I fucking completely own now. Yeah. You know, it's 100% profit. Yeah. And yeah. now, and now I'm a fucking millionaire because of it. Yeah. And it's like, and that's how it works. Right. And he is and he's a very humble dude. He's a fucking good guy. You know him as well. So does Justin. He, I, he's one of the guys I jump with at RSPT. Fucking, and one of my favorite people in the world to fucking make fun of. You know, uh, <laughs> like, like, I fucking love him. He was actually the airborne commander this weekend. <laughs> and then I made a lot of, Made a lot of fun about him. We 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 changed the name to Operation Two Shoots because of him. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, it, but it's it's things like that. Like I didn't know that. I didn't know that that was even a fucking option. You know, and and because like you don't know the fucking loopholes, you don't know the tax laws, you don't know the Fuck things no. that you can do. You like, I mean, there's so much fucking miles and miles of red tape. But I know it's available now, now yeah. though. Now today, it's available today, right? Today it's available. It, but yeah. even 10 years ago, it was available. But when I was 20, it wasn't. No. You know, when but, I was. But I'm just saying, for people to, for, for today's day and age, yeah. not when we were younger, because we already, yeah. it, we were past that time. It, it doesn't yeah. matter, really. Yeah. Right? Like, I was living but in like, government housing when I should have been fucking collecting BAH, getting paid fucking f- and, to live. And you know what? And paying that money. You know, another big thing, too, is networking. Yeah. Nobody's ever taught me the, the value of the networking. The value of networking. <laughs> So I, I didn't understand yeah. networking, but I knew what it meant. And w- the, what I mean by that is when I was growing up, my grandfather and my uncle, even my dad, we could go fucking almost anywhere in the greater Boston area and run into somebody that knew somebody in my family. Yeah. Sure. Right. And that's when I kind of started to understand like, oh, Okay. Like there's going to be a reason they know all these people, yeah. you know? And then over the course of growing up, I'm like, okay, like uh, I'm at the point, like my sister, anytime she travels anywhere, she's like, Hey, I'm going to fucking middle of nowhere, wherever the fuck, who do you know? And I'm like, uh, give me a minute <laughs> and I'll go through yeah. and yeah. I'll be like, uh, what are you guys looking to do? Oh, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. Hey, give this guy a call. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, when I traveled across the country, like when I was moving from Pendleton to Maryland and shit, mm-hmm. you think I paid for a fucking hotel? Right. No. I have friends in every fucking state now. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's just, it's, and all, it's just an accumulation of people that you, that you, that you meet with, over the years. Over the years. And, and maintain you, relationships. Yeah. Yep. So, 
Oh, there's, I, a, there's a great guy right here. When yeah. I put when I posted, I was in Costa Rica. One of our our buddies is like, "Hey, man, all my family's in Costa." He's been on the show, yeah, Dave, Dynamite Dave, yeah. yeah. You know, and I had no idea. Like, I didn't need to use any of his contacts, right. but he just saw that I posted a picture from Costa Rica. He's like, yeah. "Hey, man, if you need anything, yeah." He's yeah. like, "My entire family's in Costa Rica. Let me know if you need anything at all." My cousin knows everyone at every resort. He's worked the, the tourist industry for over twenty years. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, know? you know, I didn't know that. Fuck yeah. I talk to Dave all the fucking time, right. man. Like, but our wife, my, me and my wife and his are friends. Like, yep. <laughs> shit. You know, that's cool. She stayed at their house. Fuck. He, that's a good fucking dude. Yeah. That is a great dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. You're right. The, there is a value in networking. And, you know, and you always, you always hear it's not what you know, it's who you know. Right. It's not what you know, it's who you know. And you think that's just a fun saying to say. No, it's true. But no, it's so it fucking so real, true. man. Like, it's not what you know, yeah. it's who you know. You know, uh, I don't know. I mean, there's there's a million and one like shit. My profession the last few years has literally been that, you know, creating and fostering relationships, yeah. you know, for one organization or another. But that's really right. been my job, you know, and, and that's what it's about. And, and all it is is just, you know, fucking talk to people, yeah. you know, yeah. get to know them. But that, you know, you, you want to be wealthy, learn sales. Yeah. Everything that happens on this planet involves sales everything there isn't anything on this planet that doesn't involve sales there's always if you want something there's a, a, a some sort of a, a monetary or or uh physical trade whether it's for a product or a service you know what i mean yeah so it has to be sold somehow yeah and and, and you don't that have doesn't to, always mean money you don't have to be in sales yeah but you need to know how it works. Like, it, it, I'm not. I'm saying like it doesn't always have to be sold for money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like sometimes it's it's sold in different ways. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's yep. it's a I'll scratch your back, you scratch mine exactly. type of thing or whatever. You know, yep. like there's so many different. You know, legal tender is is thought of in different aspects of the world, right? Like, I don't know. I love how we get into a deep, actual, good podcast conversation as we're about to wrap this bitch up. It's got to be over an hour, yeah. <laughs> like hour and a half. Well, I will, uh, I will also say I am a product of online education, but not like a formal online. Like eighty yeah. percent of the stuff that I know about cameras and shit, podcast production. Yeah, if I didn't know, it was fucking YouTube and Google. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's done me well so far. Justin, you're a fucking great example of somebody who's actually utilized this thing to fucking, oh, you know, yeah. I mean, fuck, you're what, 24? 27. Tw- you're 27 now? Yeah. Holy fuck, I've known you too long. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, man. It changes every year. Holy shit. You're 27 now? Yeah. We're going to get so fucking weird on your 30th. <laughs> Because we're all going to be just so old, like young enough to fuck off. I, <laughs> so he, he's going to be in bed by nine. Michelle, <laughs> but that's why he's already a homeowner. Like I'm, <laughs> I turned 42 yesterday and I'm in my first home. You're 27. You've been your first home for how long? Uh, like fucking three years. Three years. Yeah. You know, like fuck, dude. Like, like. But when I did that, I I talked to all all of y'all about it. Yeah. Including jazz and y'all y'all. Put me in contact with the right people. And John, all of us were like, "Yes, yeah, yeah." yeah. yeah. Like, it, but the here's one, Moni's number. Yeah, <laughs> the one thing that's nice about having an actual in-person contact, like me, go reaching out to y'all, is I 
I know personally y'all have gone through experiences similar. Where and by experiences, you mean we've made failures. all the mistakes. We, we failed yeah. a lot. <laughs> but knowing people like that is just as important as knowing people that were successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in, in, my, in totally. my opinion. But but y'all put me in contact with the right people and I can I can trust the information that you're giving me. Whereas sometimes I've found going online yeah. looking into something especially like wealth stuff yeah oh there's a lot of gimmicks yeah. yes. online Get rid you, of have to, you have total to, full you have to be able to understand why something would work or not work you gotta and, weed yeah. through the bullshit or you know, why whatever influencer is putting something online what's what's their angle what's well, the a, yeah. a lot of it especially if it's on social media um it is Hey, hit me up if, you know, I started this online marketing company and I've been made $15,000 in the last three weeks. Hit me up and then I can teach you how to do this. And then it's, oh, it's just $399 to sign up for this program and it'll teach you everything I know. Yeah. Or right? it's, or it's, it's every time you make money, no, no, no. I make money. <laughs> but here's the I thing. make money it's, and then I pay the guy. No, me. It's, it's like. It's not bullshit, <laughs> right? 99% of these are all affiliate marketing. Yeah, yeah. Right. So you're yeah. essentially trying to drive traffic to Amazon or Walmart or whatever, and they give you a small cut. Yeah. So in theory, yes, it's passive income because you're not really doing much. You do a social media post yeah. or whatever the fuck, and they hope traffic is driven off of that. If you put that same amount of effort into something that's for yourself, you'll make a lot more money. Um, but the best thing, especially to touch on what Justin was saying, and I'm not saying by any means that any of us sitting at this table are, are mentors. <laughs> Fuck no. But if you can, if you find somebody, I'll tell you what doesn't work. If you, if you find somebody that has made it, that has, how do you know though? How do you know when you've made it? How do you know? Yeah. You've, you've met them. Yeah. We're, you know, there you have. Yeah. But how do you, so and you've met them too. In particular, one in particular person I'm speaking about his name's Brad. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't have money. He didn't come from money. It wasn't his family's money. Yeah. And he is a that's a self-made man, very well-off millionaire. He's doing all right at this point. Yeah, um, he might have a B in front of that. Actually, I no, no, nope. no. Nope. I don't know. Maybe I've had lots and lots and lots and lots of conversations with him um, by developing the relationship over the years, and it's a, literally it's an open book. Like there isn't any question that I can ask that's off limits. Um, there's obviously respectable questions to ask, right? You know what I mean. So you you know your boundaries. You're not just going to be like, so how much you're worth? You know what I mean? Yeah. But no, when I ask, how do you know when you've made it? I'm asking about you particularly. Like, how did Brad know when he made it? He probably doesn't. And that's why I, he's so I, successful. I can give you an idea. But that's why he's so successful because he's like, no, keep working. When, when, keep, he, wor- keep when he worked for somebody and he was the number three in the company, um, but wasn't making any money at all because of the way this company was the ownership of the company and how the ownership structured the company. He left, started his own thing. And within a few years, he bought a house in the same neighborhood of the CEO of the company that wouldn't promote him, that wouldn't pay him. I think at that point, you're like, I I don't know if I made it or not, but I'm definitely on the right. I figured something. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, and then when you buy your second house in that same neighborhood and then a piece of property on that in that same neighborhood, you know what I mean? Like the next thing you do, you got more than that guy. There's signs. <laughs> like, there's signs. Um, but you find somebody that's like that. You find somebody, you build a relationship with them, and it's not like a, a, a You're not leeching. Yeah, it's not a it's not a take relationship. Yeah. Um, 
It's a, it's a mentor mentee. Yeah. Really. And then you, you start having these conversations and you start of just being a sponge and absorbing knowledge. And that's it. Cause he's not going to tell you how to do it. Yeah. But he's going to tell you things. And then you can put that in whatever parameters you want to put it in and be yep. like, okay, like, you know, this is pointing me in a right direction. That, that's, that's some similar to along the lines of the conversation I had this weekend. Very, very similar. Same sort of thing, you know, where it was like, I have a situation coming up. I have an opportunity coming up. I need some advice on it. Yep. And my man gave me some sound advice. Then yep. he gave me a different perspective that I hadn't thought of. Yeah. And, um, because of that conversation, I'm going now, I'm now switching gears and going in a different direction is what I was going to do. Right. And, and, and I, th- I feel good about it Yeah, because I got sound advice from a guy who's fucking been there, Yeah, you know, and who, and who knows what to do. And I was like, okay. And he, he fucking, again, same kind of deal, open book, laid it out yeah. for me. And like those conversations are so fucking valuable. Man, and and people nine times out of ten, you don't even realize you're having that conversation. Yeah. You know until, what I mean? Uh, until it's almost done. And, and then like, it clicks. Oh, like, oh fuck. I have so many other questions I need to yeah, ask. Yeah, and then it just gets bigger and bigger and it goes deeper, deeper down that rabbit hole, right? And and that's just how it rolls, man. It's so interesting. Like it's such a it's such a cool way of like uh absorbing and uh just like bringing in like information into your brain is in that in that way, right? It's such a it's such a pure way of learning but you talk to any wealthy person yeah. and you ask them how many mentors have you had unless they're cunts <laughs> but even still even if they're cunts even if they're cunts and you can have a conversation with them yeah ask them how many mentors they've had in the course of their life to get to where they are today yeah and they probably can't even tell you how many yeah you know what i mean because it's it's they might have a, a one or two that's been with you know the whole time but there's probably 30 other people that they've had conversations with or, or you know learn from or something yeah for sure for sure like that's a good stopping point boys uh smash those buttons all that stuff sponsors are in the are in the uh description i'm gonna raise my glass hold on hope you get a reload real quick yep and uh, i'm gonna say thanks for being my freedom friend and honestly like you know what Take advantage of, of those conversations, right? Like I mean, and, and, and set yourself up for success because nowadays, Lord knows that's, it's the only, it's the only help you're going to get, you know, if you, you, you got to take, you know, I don't want to be cliche and say, take the bull by the horns, but that's fucking genuinely what you got to do. You got to do it yourself because they're not going to do it for free. They're not going to do it for nothing. And, in the world. and nobody's going to do it for you. Yeah. Like you got to <laughs> do it on your own, man. And, and in this society that we've fostered, lately where instant gratification and shit they expect shit you know there's an entitlement that you know what perfect example just to go full circle on this mike goshen okay yeah listener of the show hit us up randomly and he's like hey think about starting a cigar shop yeah okay cool and then a couple weeks later he's like hey i'm coming to san antonio to sit down and talk with you guys and i'm stopping at a bunch of other places to talk with them on the way because i want to i need to gain knowledge yeah awesome no fucking problem Fuck him yeah. and his son came out. We had a great weekend talking. Yeah. What? A handful of months later, he had a cigar shop. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now he's a very bootstrapped the shit out. And he's of got a successful cigar shop. And we just did an event there at the end of last year. And he's doing well. You know, like, and that's just the thing. Like, just put your head down to work. Yeah. You know, one foot in front of the other. Fucking continue to march, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to raise my glass, boys. Cheers. The easiest way to become wealthy is to just start somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, yeah, but like, share, subscribe, smash those buttons, guys. Three little things. They're pretty easy. Words to live by, if you will. John, smoke on. Scotty, drink on. You goddamn it, kids. Freedom, Freedom to, to fuck, fuck on. on. Later.